When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. Now, two mothers from Kilbrin join me in studio this morning to talk about meningitis because both of their daughters, Emer and Chloe, suffered from meningitis and they happened to live a mile or so apart. Both mums have decided to do a fundraiser for an organisation called Act for Meningitis, which is a non-profit organisation based in Galway. Liz Heffernan and Anne-Marie Clifford both join, us in, join me in studio, along with their girls, actually, Emer and Chloe, are with us uh, as well. Good morning, ladies and you're all very welcome Morning, to the studio. Liz, I'm going to start with you okay. um, to share Emer's story first because Emer contracted meningitis in March of 2017. So I suppose, start at the start, what were, the, what were their early symptoms? What was going on? Well, I suppose now to begin with, we are a very low-key family so we don't get out there much but I do want to just get this message across about the meningitis. Yeah. Um, she was... I suppose looking back, I could see things. She was on about her legs and that they were tired and they were weak and she wanted to sit down and she didn't want to go to dancing. Didn't take any whole lot of notice like that as any mother wouldn't. But then um, one day she got a bug on a Friday and um, we took her to the doctor. They thought maybe she had sinus and stuff, but then she got sicker and sicker as the day went on. The following day she was still sick. I said, this can't be a bug. So I went back to the doctor again. And she straight away sent us up to Cork. So within 24 hours, we were in hospital. Emma was really sick. She got lumbar punctures, loads and loads of tests. The legs went. There was no walking. And every time she ate, she got sick. And it just went down for about... When was the word meningitis mentioned? We were admitted on the Saturday, on the Tuesday. So just fast enough, yeah. And had, had that been... Had you thought about meningitis? Absolutely no. No. No, no never And your it. own doctor, who it was your own doctor's prompt response really to say yes, this child needs to be in hospital. It was fantastic. Had, did, had, was your GP querying it, do you think? Well, me, I'd say she was silently, yeah. but didn't say anything to me. And as I say, I would never, I thought actually going up to the hospital, she was dehydrated. As it will be above for 24 hours now on the drip. And then she will be home and everything, and yes. everything will be fine. Yes. And she was very unwell for a few days then, was it? Oh, she was very unwell for at least 10 days a fortnight. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And then when she did turn the corner and the meds clicked in and all the tests were done, she, you know, she came back fast enough. Yeah. But it's the silence of getting better then as well. You know, you're at home and everybody's thinking, oh, yeah, she's great. But there's a tiredness there. There's just... You know, no energy, wanting to be better, wanting to do everything, but not able. I know. You I know, know, and even in but school. But no, no long term. No, no, no. Fun, yeah, that's perfect. it. 
a happy yeah. in story. She's a very healthy, happy girl. Which isn't, always, which today. Which isn't always the case yes. with, with, with other meningitis yes. uh, sufferers. Let me bring in Anne-Marie Clifford at this stage. Uh, good morning, Anne-Marie. Hi, Patricia. Uh, because your daughter, uh, Chloe, was only in February of this year. Now, That's be- right. Now, before Chloe was diagnosed, were, were you and Anne-Marie, you, you only live a mile apart, Did you, you know each other? Oh, we do know each other. Yeah. yeah, we do know each other. We'd be well aware of what's going on we'd have known that Emer was very sick from being in the school and everything yeah. I would have had text Liz and stuff to know how was Emer doing how are you doing and I suppose from the onset like Liz said we see Emer and she's fine Yeah. but if you carry a crutch or if you have a broken arm it's nearly easier because people can come along and say oh look she's still laid up they don't realise the long term so I thought myself Emer was flying yeah, I yeah, really not, not realising. So then, not realizing. so we're up to March. So February of this year, yeah, your daughter actually, Chloe starts to feel unwell. Yeah, actually, it was on a Sunday, the twenty seventh of January. Chloe was actually after answering mass that morning. She was after being in the altar, and we were going to Tralee. And you know, like anything, get into the car, come on, hurry on, and everything. My husband was with us as well, and just when we pulled into Cantorque, just coming in by the Edelquin Hall, Chloe started. My eye, I have a pain in my eye. I have a pain in my eye. And like any other parent, you say, oh, for God's sake, it can't be that bad. You know, it's fine. You just don't want to go shopping. Don't be dramatic. Don't be dramatic. Exactly. So by the time we kind of got up um, Percival Street and the whole lot in Kenturk, she was crying her eyes out with the pain in her eye. No headache, no nothing. So my husband turned around and he said, you know what now, Chloe, we've we've no business going anywhere. South Dock is here. I'm going taking you in. Mm. So I said to him, there's no way you're going to just be able to walk in the door to South Dock. And he said, we will. He said, we'll get in. She's got a pain. There's a doctor there. So in fairness to him, in he went, saw the doctor. And I suppose because my husband suffers from migraines himself, the doctor said, look, I think this really is a bad migraine. So gave her meds that day, gave her Nurofen, said, take her home. It should settle. Now we took her home and I suppose she slept for about three hours and she woke up a little bit better. Not too bad, but a little bit better went back to bed that night the following morning which we were into Monday I wasn't very pleased with her and as lunchtime came on I said no Chloe I said we need to get to our own GP no temperature no headache absolutely nothing just still that niggling pain behind her eye so I went to my own GP and he said no he said I'm not pleased either he said we'll go straight to Cork up we went to Cork in the, in the A&E in fairness to them they did see us quickly mm. they monitored her up until half past one in the morning said, yes, we do think it's a, it's a migraine. Um, they did blood tests. Her CRP levels, which I didn't realise till later, can tell you which is an infection somewhere in your body. They can't pinpoint it's where, where it, it is, is yeah. but it's somewhere. They said they were a bit elevated, but nothing, they said, frighteningly yeah. elevated. Sent her home at half past one in the morning. I was coming down the road. I came to the roundabout in Mallow with my daughter screaming. I had to pull in outside the roundabout. And she's saying, my eye, my eye, my eye. And I said, I'm just after being discharged from hospital. I what pulled do in. I now do? What do I do? Yeah. Do I turn around and go back? Do I go home? So I settled and I said, Chloe, do you know what? I said, when dad gets a migraine, the car drives him mad. Yeah, I said, Cam- yeah, I said yeah. calm down now for a few minutes. We'll settle. So we did settle and we motored on home. We had to stop a couple of more times going home with the pain. But it did settle. So like we were into the Tuesday now. Got onto my own GP again the Tuesday. He said, yes, he said, Anne-Marie, he said, it, it more than likely is. He said, the migraine. Wednesday, things kind of took a turn. So rang my own GP again on the Wednesday. And he said, yes, Anne-Marie, he said, monitor it. But Wednesday night, she got such a pain Wednesday night 
that she actually just slid down by the wall maybe about eight o'clock coming from the bathroom into her own bedroom but as quick as it came it went it just totally went this pain as quick as it came and she went into bed but then as the night went on she was clamming I was checking the temperature she was starting to hallucinate a little bit so at six o'clock in the morning I said to my husband no there's something going on got her into the car for maybe half seven quarter to eight and by the time I got from Kilbrin to Mallow my daughter couldn't look up couldn't look down couldn't move her head left to right she just couldn't move her head at all her neck was gone completely rigid and stiff <sighs> so the first thing that enters your head then is yeah, I know what's going on yeah, yeah you know but up until that point it hadn't there was no, nothing no. whatsoever about it my GP said yes Henry he said I'm thinking what you're thinking now got on the phone my husband was at home on the farm and stuff and he said no he's to meet you on the cock road you're not going home when we got there it was all systems go they couldn't get veins they couldn't get her potassium levels the oxygen they could they couldn't do any for tests they couldn't do the MRIs they couldn't do the lumbar punctures that evening because she wasn't stable enough they got her on the medicine and to this day her paediatrician holds up her hands and she said I do not know why I didn't give your child penicillin that evening because wow. the strain, when it came back 10 days later, the strain of meningitis that she had was penicillin resistant. My God. My you God. know, and, and like um, Emer's story, how long did it take? How long were you in hospital, Chloe? We were in the hospital on the Thursday. She wasn't diagnosed until Friday evening. They sent up her, off her test straight away. She had loads of lumbar punctures. She had the MRIs. She had a bit of everything. But what we didn't realise was that as well as she having meningitis, strep pneumonia was after setting in with it. And it was the Friday evening she was told she had the meningitis and she was in hospital then for 14 days on all the drips for 14 days. And you then had Liz. You I were, had Liz. Did you, did to you touch base with? Liz? Oh, by, well, Liz texted me. Liz yeah, texted you. You yeah. got to hear Liz, did you? you oh, got sure, to, yes. Yeah. When they're in the same school, we yeah. heard that very yeah. fast. And yeah. Yeah, with just being down the road. Yeah. And we're very yeah. lucky. We have a small community and we're very, we are very close up there as a community. Nobody. Nobody's in anybody's face. Yeah. But if but you're in trouble, there for you. you're there. Yeah, everybody's so, there. And, yeah. Was, and did that help to be able to talk to Liz? Unbelievable, because I could text Liz from the hospital and I'd say, great morning, being very good. I could text her within two hours, Liz, what's going on? It's yeah, a different yes. story, but in two, two hours it's deteriorating. And she'd say, no, Henry, it's taking its course. Yeah. Relax, you're in the hospital. You know, I had someone to touch base with. Because Liz, you didn't. I didn't. And did no. you find that was that difficult? I did because yeah. once we heard it was meningitis, sure, alarm bells ring straight away. I was totally panicked, and then she was still so sick and wanting to eat and getting sick and wanting to be better and asking me when am I going to be better and all this. And I had no answers myself or nobody to turn to, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, Chloe has no ill after effects. No, the to be fair, that, the, that, that still comes and the concentration yeah. was a huge thing at the start for Chloe. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but that yeah. does concentration pass, does, is, it, does it, Liz? That's a slow road. It's very concentration. slow. Concentration, just this, 12 months later, the teacher said to me, Ema is now turning the corner wow. with concentration. Wow. And we're, we're very um, up and down to Cork now with hearing tests as well at the moment. Just one of Chloe's ears has gone back ever so slightly. But they had us told that up to six months after you having meningitis, it can deteriorate. Okay. Nothing significant that Chloe notices it herself, 
But when the machines aware. and the checking of yeah. it, it's showing up on it that it has gone back. Patrick in Glam which says, Patricia, I'm a meningitis survivor. About 30 years ago, I had meningitis. The only side effect is determination to keep going. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Which yes. is great. Now, I want to bring in uh, Siobhan Carroll, who joins me uh, on the line. Um, uh, and unfortunately, I don't have headphones. I don't know if John Paul can organise some headphones for the girls. Uh, some of those headphones there, I don't know if there's one set certainly working. Um, Siobhan Carroll is on the line and Siobhan is with an organisation called Act for Meningitis. Good morning to you, Siobhan. Good morning, Patricia. And How know, are you? I'm, I'm very well, and I know you've been listening to, to Liz and uh, Anne-Marie. Now, unfortunately, your story doesn't have the happy outcome from for Emer and uh, Chloe. Yeah. You lost your little daughter, and unfortunately, it was very quick, Siobhan. Yeah. Um, unlike Anne-Marie and Liz, and I just want to, you know, I just want to say to them that it's just amazing for them to come on here and share their stories. And, you know, it's going to make, you know, create so much awareness for people. But in in, in my case, um, in April 2008, I lost my four-year-old daughter, Ava, to meningitis. And um, I was pregnant at the time and I was being kept in the hospital in Galway. And Ava was at home with her dad. She was four and Evan was two, her brother. And I, I rang them at nine o'clock to say goodnight to them. And um, at five in the morning, um, Ava's dad, Noel, rang me to say that Ava was really sick and the ambulance was on the way. And by the time the ambulance came to our house in Ormore, um, Ava had actually, you know, she she had passed away within really six hours of being sick. Um, that um, we had lost her to meningitis. You know, they tried to, they brought her into the hospital where I was waiting at the front door and going in the ambulance and they tried to, um, you know, revive her, but it was too late for her. And uh, within six hours, yeah, we'd lost her to meningitis. And I suppose, Patricia, that's that's the thing, you know, with meningitis. It's it, it's over hours. It can be a short space of time, like six hours. It can be 24 hours. And as in, the, as in the girl's case, they said, you know, it was over days that it was slowly developing. But I suppose it changed our lives, losing Ava. And four weeks after that, I had no one, my little boy, and we since had Sophie. And... Um, I suppose it brought us on a different journey in life, you know. And Absolutely. That's, that's and, the, and the, and the one thing about your story and, and the girls are the same. When people think mm. of meningitis, they think of a rash. Um, um, and Ava didn't have a rash. No. Now you said it. So, you know, for years, people have always assumed that once the rash appeared, you were dealing with meningitis. But in a lot of cases, no more than in our case and with Chloe Niemer, there was no rash and the rash may never appear. And if it does appear, it's at a very late stage, you know, and you need to get medical medical help immediately. So with meningitis, um, you know, is there's early symptoms that people like include fever, headache, vomiting, muscle pain, fever with cold hands and feet. And, you know, some of the symptoms that Marie and Liz has described what the girls went through. But it, it, the rash, as I said, may never appear. So you need to trust your instincts and exactly what Anne-Marie and Liz did. And with our organisation acts, we just say to people, trust your instincts. You know your own child. You know they're not usually like this when they're sick. And get medical help. And that's both, you know, that's what they both did. And it's, yeah, and it's the one thing, know, it's the the one thing that struck me when they were both, when both Liz and Anne-Marie were talking about, and, and it was on the tip of my tongue to say, you know your own child. You know yes. that this is a normal for, for, for your own child. Yes, trust your instincts trust your instincts because you know they're not usually like this when they're sick and gradually with meningitis over hours and in their case over days they gradually were getting worse and you know and then it's time to go and get medical advice and no more than you know what Emery said if you're not happy you know like go get a second opinion you know go to somebody else because you know 
this isn't the way they usually are and you have to be the voice for their child and that you know they both did that and, okay you and know, tell me God, tell me about about act for meningitis yeah. that you set up with your husband okay so um act stands for the eva carroll trust and we want people to act if they suspect meningitis so when I walked out of the hospital, I felt like I knew nobody that had been affected by meningitis or had lost someone's meningitis, and I wanted to try and stop another family going through what we went through. So the charity's eight years up and running. We're based in Galway, but we're a national organisation. So our aim is to create awareness around the signs and symptoms of meningitis, and we offer free support to anybody affected by meningitis in Ireland. So, you know, sadly in Ireland, one in ten who get the disease every year will die, and one in three are left with side effects. So we're here to give support to those people and, you know, to get to meet each other and no more than, thankfully, I'm me and Liz having each other to have a support network there so you're not alone and we, we're there to give them the help that they need and um, to raise awareness and that's what well, and, and, and well done. about. Well done and you have a, have a, a great uh, website that um, I'd, I'd ask people to go see because it, it really is fantastic. Listen, thank you for sharing your story uh, with you, us, uh, Siobhan. Uh, thank you for that and I'll go back to the girls because um, uh, we're having problems with the girls. I've not been able to hear that. Um, anyway, um, you have you both used ACT, um, the, the website and the support group? We have. have we have a bit yeah. now. Like we got in touch, like I got on to to Liz and I'm saying, God, Liz, where do we go from here? Yeah. We don't want any other family to go through what we went through. And all it is is to say, keep going back, keep going back, keep going back. Because there's no support once you come out that hospital door and you get into your own house. No matter what anybody says to you, they're fine, they're grand, they're grand. There's no one to tell you that this is normal. I know. Doctors I know. don't know enough yeah. about meningitis because there's so many symptoms. And it's no disrespect to any doctor. Every symptom is different with a, with a meningitis survivor. Mm. They can tell us that this is normal. But once you start talking to other people. So I kind of got in touch, Liz and myself did with ACT. And yes. the more we spoke to Siobhan, she made us feel, girls, you're grand, yes. yeah. you're fine, her story, you're normal. And, and she, herself and her husband, they share the story on the website. It, uh, actually, I cried when I, when I looked yes. at it. It's a tough, tough It's unbelievable. Thing. I mean, she was about to have a baby and to be in hospital and for the little one to get sick. It was just... Like they had 24 hours yeah, was what they just, had. I mean, it, it brought home how quick yeah. meningitis can... can yes. And children die from meningitis every year in this country, let's be honest. And it's That's not even just children. That's what we're trying to make aware. I think Liz and myself are very much aware at this stage that you're heading back into the new college year. Yeah. Students, 17, 18, 19 years of age, they're leaving home in September to go to college. Children that are young, say Chloe's and Emer's age and even 14 and 15 that are at home. We, as their parents, are their voice. We speak for them. We take them to the doctor. We push. We say it's not right. But you have a 19 year old that gets up on a Tuesday morning. Let it be in Dublin, Limerick, Cork. God, I don't feel well. I don't feel a bit well. And no disrespect to his housemates or flatmates. Ash, you're grand. We were out late last night. Yeah. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah. You're fine. If he, if he or she is not feeling well, they have to be their own voice. Yeah, yeah. And, and it stand has up. It, it three, has happened. Three in the second week of January this year between Belfast and Dublin in college My died God. with meningitis. My and God. Siobhan said it's very common in 50... 55-year-olds yeah, over. Isn't, it isn't yes. just children. No. Okay, you've got a fundraiser. You're we doing, do. You're doing a, tell me about your coffee morning. We it's do. this weekend. Sunday morning. This Sunday. In okay. Sunday morning, Kilbrain Community Centre. It's a bake sale and coffee morning. 
um, from 10 until 2. I'd love to see as many as possible. Okay. These two girls have been working like Trojan yeah. troopers, making posters, well, getting John, everything ready. No, no, They're and, troopers. And, and when are you going back to school, girls? Thursday week. Thursday 29th. week. 29th, yeah. It's coming fast, isn't it? Tomorrow week. It's yes. tomorrow week. And what class are you going into? Um, third Emer. class. Emer's I'm going into sixth class. Oh, wow. Confirmation year? Um, I got my confirmation last year. Oh, you did fifth and sixth together. She was just okay. out of hospital one week. Whoa, well done. Well yeah. done. Well done. OK, so people are welcome to come along. Uh, Liz, have a cup of coffee. Yes, love to see and, you. And I take it all the local people are baking buns, are they? In yes, case? they're fantastic. And yeah, we have Siobhan is coming down to us. Siobhan and John great? are coming down and they're they're not going to have a huge, massive talk, but they're just going to make people aware. Yeah. We have awareness cards for people like you'd often see the kidney cards or yeah. the stroke cards and all of them. It's a huge campaign that ACT is running to get all these cards out They're to going schools. Nationwide, they? It's yeah. nationwide. They're starting nationwide in into every chemist in the country from well September. Because if you go into a chemist, have you ever seen a sign up for meningitis? No, no. And None of us you have. You see the fast one for stroke. You will. You, you will. will. So this is what we're trying to do is get all this awareness out there. So we have packages for schools. We have packages for the chemists. We've Anyone that doctors. just wants to pick up doctors, surgeries, they're all going into it. It's all being rolled out from September. Well but we will have these on Sunday, on Sunday for yeah. all our local community and the wider community. Come on, come and join us. We can't emphasise enough. You know, speak up for your children, speak up for your teenagers. They need to know you need to stand up and keep right. going back. Follow your there, instinct. There's, there's, yes. yeah, there's, yeah. there's nothing like a mammy's love. Yes. You're, you're two strong women. <laughs> keep going. You'll get that message out. Girls, you're lucky. You're lucky to have the mammies and daddies that you have. So listen, uh, thanks a million for joining us in the studio and sharing your thanks, story. Thanks very much for Clifford having us. And Emer and uh, Chloe and also for joining us on the line, uh, Siobhan Carroll from um, Act for Meningitis. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 